This episode is brought to you by cloudpano.com. Create 360 virtual tours, white label them with your own URL, add floor plans, dollhouses, upload to Google Street View. Cloudpano.com is the number one virtual tour platform. Get started today at cloudpano.com. Okay. Hey guys, welcome. Zach Calhoun here. I have a special guest today. His name's Ty Hurd. Uh, I'm, I got, I got uh, associated with Ty uh, recently because I saw one of his videos. It was super helpful to, to the 360 entrepreneur. We had some users who were asking me questions and I thought, hey, let me call this guy, talk to him. Turns out we have a lot in common. Uh, he's a natural born salesman, has a lot of experience in selling virtual tours in the VR space, knows the whole industry really well, which I'm, which I'm happy to bring him on today. And, uh, and our, I was telling him before the call, our goal is to help you guys go from, from zero, maybe just no experience or just getting started, to uh, my hope is that through one call or um, maybe a few, uh, become an expert and know what your path is ahead of you. So um, I have asked him enough questions to know that Ty has a lot of in-person sales experience and different than mine, which is great. So a new perspective, a bright, fresh, fresh look is always important. And I'm going to ask him questions today and just try to dig out all the all the good knowledge and gold nuggets. And if I see something that I think is helpful, I'm going to uh, jump on it. And uh, my hope is that you guys uh, who are watching this benefit and are able to see, hey, the path towards having success in a virtual tour business with 360 or, or different types of uh, VR uh, uh, businesses locally, uh, it's not that complicated. You just kind of follow some, some certain rules. And so anyways, Ty, uh, introduce yourself, bro. Tell us about your, your journey, your story, and, and, uh, and, and just give us the kind of the background. Okay, so yeah, my name is Ty Hurd. I am a professional uh, photographer. My specialties are product and uh, business photography and primarily 360 virtual tour photography. So I do a lot of B2B uh, type of work. I can definitely uh, not stress enough that in-person sales is the way to go. Uh, you can spend a lot of time kind of uh, running your wheels uh, with email marketing, phone calls, things like that. And you may find a little bit of success there, but Really, you're gonna you're gonna find you're gonna close a lot a lot more deals when you can talk personally to the decision makers face to face on site. Um, so yeah, I've been doing it for about five years now, and with the right approach, you should be able to go in and talk to a business owner. You don't want to talk to a manager. You don't want to talk to a clerk. You want to talk to the owner, and you should be closing eighty to ninety percent of your deals. Okay, I like that's a big number. Okay, we're gonna see we're gonna see how today. How do we do it? How do we how do we do it? So okay, so you said a couple of things. And I want to just kind of stop you. So you said B two B. All right, so business to business, super important because I think um, I love B two B personally. I like I don't want to do anything else, Ty. All I want to do is talk to a business owner or somebody who can make a decision uh, and who has business funding. Uh, and the reason why is because if we're B two C or business to consumer. Uh, if I'm going to sell widgets or whatever it is in my entrepreneurial journeys, man, it's just, it's so much different and hard and it requires so much capital up front versus a B2B service, which is what this is. I approach the business owner, I explain the value, and if he wants it, he thinks it's cool, great. Here's how much it costs and a transaction is made. Like it's, it's true alchemy at its finest and you can get, and you know what, it's easy to figure out what the value prop is, right? It's not like this 
you know, will they buy my widget or, you know, you know, B2C or, or, or something like that. I love B2B. And a lot of times B2B, you can find their contact information. So if you are trying to figure out some, some context before you're in there, you can know, oh, okay, well on their, their website, this guy's the manager. So I can walk in there and say, Hey, Hey, it's Joseph here. They're like, Oh yeah, he's back over here. You know, so now you're, you're in, you're past that first person. Right. So I, I, I like that. It's cool. B2B. So tell me, okay. And let's go back even further. So you mentioned um, your specialty is virtual tours. I want to talk about like what type because we got a lot of users on Cloud Pano who are coming in with, with, with their Insta360 or they're coming in with the seal shot photos and they're going after real estate agents right away, which is okay for, at first to get some experience. But what kind, of, what kind of tours are you making? And then when you go to sell, let's, let's discuss that process and how you pick your niches and all that stuff. But yeah, one step at a time. So how are you making these tours? So I make, I do all of my tours for the most part. I do about 80% of my tours with a DSLR setup. Okay. So they're, they're very high end uh, HDR shots. So I bracket all of my photos. And for those that aren't familiar with the bracketing process, you're taking several photos at different levels of exposure from the same exact scene. And that way you get the highlights and the lowlights all properly exposed. You use software and post to pull everything together so that everything in your scene is correctly exposed. It just looks really good. Um, it is a bit of a process, so the way I shoot is I do six around, I shoot one up, and then every time I do one shot, I actually do seven. So each of my panos consists of 49 images that I use uh, Photomatics Pro in post to do the HDR rendering, and then mm -hmm. I use Autopano Giga to actually stitch the images into a final 360, and then I will go in using Photoshop uh, just to final, you know, touch up, color correction, uh, and to get rid of the nadir, and the nadir is the spot when you're looking down. So I will shoot the zenith, which is face up. I won't Photoshop that in. I want that to be right, uh, but usually floors are pretty bland, pretty, you know, especially when you're shooting, it's just a wood, something like that, carpet. It's real easy to touch it up in Photoshop. So it looks as if the camera is floating in space when you're looking at that 360 image through a 360 viewer. So you can look down, there's the floor. People want, you know, they seem like, how did you do this? Like, is it a drone? <laughs> What's going on? How, how come we can't see anything down? I'm like, oh, yeah. it's, just, it's Photoshop magic right there. Yeah. And the majority of my customers are small business owners. So, you know, mom and pop type stores, and we're doing this for Google Street View. Mm -hmm. That's a big benefit to them. So they're going to get more exposure on Google with photos and a 360 tour. So yeah. that's a big part. Now, it's not always in every business owner's budget to have me come in and do these really high-end DSLR tours. So I'll sell them what I call a point-and-shoot tour. And that's where I'll use like a Ricoh Theta V, uh, an all-in-one camera where I can just go in, bam, fire them out. Uh, and those type of tours, if they're interested in having those posted to street view, I can go in, fire off a tour in 10 or 15 minutes, and then 10 minutes later, it's live on Google. I'll take my phone and say, here's Google Maps, here's Google Street View. Look at your tour. They're just amazed that the process is so fast. The yeah. quality is suffering, but I can go in and complete a job, you know, make a couple hundred bucks in a half an hour. Um, so fairly quick and easy uh, to, to go in and do it. Um, one thing that I definitely recommend if you're trying to get into the 360 space commercially is you need to offer additional services. So I always offer what, what are called keyword photos. So I'll go in with my DSLR and I'll fire off, uh, we gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get a, a facade shot. So a good facade shot is key 
that's what customers are going to be looking at when they're finding the business on Google so they know where they're going. They know what to identify when they actually get there. So we'll do a good facade shot. We'll go in and we'll do some product photography, maybe one pulled back of the interior of the space, things like that. And, and there's a few more tricks. You can embed keywords into it to help rank them a little bit better uh, using software. So I there's a, a bit more, but when you can offer more products or services to a client, you have a higher chance of them actually being intrigued. Uh, so they may not want, I've gone in and had customers say, you know, older customers that just don't know the 360 space. So like, what's well, this newfangled? I don't need the 360 stuff. That's, oh man, that's the future. I don't need that. But I need photos. Can you, I need a front of the, the business photo. I'd like yeah. to take product shots. Cool. And it translates into a, a, you know, a client like that. Um, and then every client, I upsell them on a hosted tour for their website so that we yeah. can upload the photos to the web. We can embed them easily on their website. And then they've got uh, the 360 tour right there on their website. So a lot of business owners are out there. They're actively promoting their website, and they want to make that website as interesting as possible. Yeah. Another key point when I'm selling this in, especially the hosted tours, and that's what I call those, is yeah. that. Google will look at what's called a bounce rate and you want to keep your visitors, your viewers on your website as long as possible. If yeah. somebody clicks in through your site and they leave within just a few seconds, Google says, oh, that's a bounce. Whatever mm -hmm. that phrase was that brought them to the site, let's rank them a little bit lower on that. That's right. Yeah. So you yeah. put that right on the front. That's the first thing they see. You know, your average Joe that's viewing it likes 360 content. They look at it. It's new. It's intriguing. It's engaging. Yeah. And they click on it and they're like, oh, this is cool. And you know, they're moving it around and checking it. They're like, oh, I can click an arrow and move to the next image. And you, yeah. you know, hot spots and you can embed videos. Yeah. And that will almost always ensure that you don't get a bounce from that particular viewer yeah. coming from that keyword. And Google's going to say, oh, they were looking up Joe Schmo's hot dog stand or whatever. Yeah. And they stayed on the site for three minutes. That's a long yeah. time we're going to rank them even higher on mm -hmm. that. Maybe they're looking for women's fashion and they go yeah. to a boutique. Well, Google's yeah. going to say, hey, they stayed on that site for a long time. Let's rank this website higher for women's fashion. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's a big selling. And most of the time, 90% of the 360 tours, if the customer or the client has a website, it's an easy upsell to sell them. Say, so you need a yeah. host tour. It's really going to help uh, retain people on your site, keep them engaged, and it's going to help your search results on Google. So Cool. This is tons of value. I'm like loving this right now. I'm like, yes, he knows about the, the website engagement for SEO. Man, I just learned about this recently. How but I was talking to an SEO, a professional SEO. He's like, we're, we're having a conversation, and he's going through how, like, he, he, he puts these videos on websites and he's like, and the videos are slow and they're long. I'm like, why is this video so slow? He's like, because I want them there forever. Because <laughs> so I'm like, like well, why? And, and the same thing, he explained to me that when someone comes to the site, they search that term, whatever that whatever it is, it's boutique, for example, he wants them there for the longest time possible. And I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense because it's feeding back information to the algorithm on Google. Cool, yeah. high level stuff, right? But see, as a average Joe mom and pop, you don't know this stuff. But if there's people in the room when you're pitching or if there's someone who's younger or someone who cares about SEO, they're going to care about increasing engagement, right? So it makes it very easy to justify the hosted tour. Like, you know, Cloud Panel has the embeddable link. Press publish, you throw it super easy, right? So that's cool. Um, I like that so much because I like how you figured out, see, people, people watching right now, if you haven't figured this out yet, 
He knows what to offer and then why to justify it. It's such a big deal to be able to justify the service right yeah. then and there. And once, and when you're in person, and, 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 and I call them a hot prospect, they're hot. They're like, they're like man, this guy's like, he's got to go on. You know what? He's right. I need that. So, oh, the hundred, hundred, hundred more dollars? We'll do it. Swipe the card. You know, so it's like, it's like one of those things where he, he's, he's got the whole process down. It's really cool. So, okay, I'm going to ask a couple questions. I, I, I wrote these down. So you said you have DSLR. Is one, of your, is one of the services you offer. You offer point and shoot, which, which is like, you know, the single shot camera, which a, a lot of our, our users have. Uh, you have even keyword photos. So you, you have a camera in case you want to shoot keyword photos or, or okay, you mentioned a older gentleman who wants some photos of his space. Makes sense on Google. Here's my question. Oh, you, so you also have the hosted tour. So that's four things you just rattle off. Awesome. Tell me this. You, ha you, you brought an objection. An older gentleman says, I don't know what this is. I don't care or whatever. Is this really a big deal? What, how do you overcome that objection? Because an 80% close rate means you have experience and you're good at what you do. Let's say someone's new and they're going out and knocking on a door. Okay? Older guys, like, who is this guy coming in here bothering me? Blah, blah, blah. Because what, most of the time when you're selling something, you're, you're interrupting somebody. Right? You're coming there like asking for money. Of course, yeah, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Don't apologize for it. Don't do that. But guy doesn't understand it fully. He's older. He's like, he says, hi, wait, you know, what is this? It's, it's just, this is new technology. I don't even know what this is. What do you say? All right. So whenever I start to engage with a business owner, you know, you, you've got it. First, you want to be able to quantify everything that you're selling to them. Like, like what are they going to get back in return for it? How, right. how are they going to get the results? What is the value for it? Yeah. Um, and you've got to do the same thing for you as a salesperson, as you know, you're, you're not only selling your product, you're selling yourself and you're selling yourself first. And that is the most important thing. If somebody likes you, they trust you, they're going to be a lot more willing to believe that yes, you are going to have higher engagement rates. They may not understand what that is, but maybe this guy knows it's something and you know, I trust him. Okay. This is something that I need to do. I'm also really quick to give away free information, you know, so before we've closed the deal, you know, I'll ask a small business owner, Hey, are you part of this Facebook group locally? Uh, you know, they allow small business owners to uh, post and uh, you know, we've got one locally called word of mouth Littleton. It's a, pretty big group. It's got like 60, 70,000 members. And the uh, admin is really friendly and loves to have small local businesses come and post, say, hey, we're having a sale. Why don't you come in and check us out? We're a mom and pop store. And I might whip out my phone and show them the group and say, hey, look at here's some similar posts. And look at this one company kind of similar to yours just posted. And they've got 45 replies. 45 people are interested in their business. I would be engaging. On Facebook and these sort of groups, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing." Yeah, the older, the older generation is actually pretty engaged on Facebook. So you know, the younger generation they're using Snapchat and Instagram. Oftentimes, when you're talking to a business owner, usually they're older and more established, and chances are they are familiar with Facebook. So they've got a Facebook profile. They may not be using Facebook groups or really getting the most out of Facebook, but they're familiar with it. And then you show them, hey, look at these groups, and you just show them a quick example. They're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that. Another thing I always pitch when I'm going into a small business owner is, you know, I'll say, are you using the uh, Google My Business app? And they're like, uh, no, you know, I have it. I used it once when I set up my business. And I go, yeah, you know, you're right. Every business owner, they get on Google, and they put up their name, their phone number, their address, their website if they have one, and they think, I'm done. You know, I'm on Google now. That's all I wanted to do is get on Google. 
and I'll show them that there's actually a feature called post and I and I'll whip it out so you just got to click this button and then go snap a picture of something interesting you know and I'll pull out hey look you got this little figurine or whatever it is mm. snap a picture and then write a little text try to use some keywords you know words that people might be searching for you know what people are searching for it's your business you're the expert on your business uh, so mm. let's say it's a boutique and I'll say take a picture of this hair clip whatever you got a ton of stuff here the picture is important and then write hey come in mention that you saw this post on Google you know come into Denver's premier woman's boutique mention that you uh, saw this on uh, Google and we'll give you 10% off your first purchase bam and then fire that out to Google those posts are temporary they only last for 48 hours but you will see people coming in and asking for that 10% off well you know what that means they saw it on Google you've yeah. converted 60 seconds of your time to create these posts into people coming into your store. It might be a one-time sale. You might just have gotten a lifelong customer. When I go in and I pitch these kind of free things before I'm really, you know, pushing all of what it is that I do, that builds trust. And yeah. they go, oh, okay. Um, well, thanks for all the advice. And and so rarely, if I can get to that point, you know, obviously I'm promoting what I do first, but then I'm like, let me give you a couple free tips here. You know, even if you don't go with what I'm offering you. I'm here and you need to know these things. And that's when I'll go into the Facebook, the post option within the Google My Business app. Um, and I've had business owners that are really hip to social media and Google. And they've said, oh, you're preaching to the choir, brother. I do these posts every single day. And I'm like, well, they last for two days. It might be overkill. And they're like, no, dude, people come in and they want their 10% discount. So I know they work, so I do them. Uh, and I'll recite that story that I've heard from another client to somebody who may not be familiar with it. And I'll say, you know, I was just talking to this jewelry store. Yeah. This is what he said, and so you've got to take a little bit of time to build trust. And it is an, another thing in sales is the longer that you can engage with somebody, the more that they feel they owe it to themselves to buy the product or service that you're selling. So if you can sit there and you can talk with somebody for an hour, they're going to feel like I've wasted an hour of my life if I don't do this. <laughs> That's a really good point. You want to go in. Yeah. A long time ago, I was the director of uh, sales for an ADT security company, and we were selling home security systems. And uh, I moved on to be the director of development. And all of our sales guys were required. We would get mad at them if they didn't. They needed to be in home doing their presentation to that potential customer for 90 minutes. And if they left sooner than 90 minutes, we're like, no, no, no. Because once somebody hits an hour and a half with you, they're going to kick themselves because they're going to feel like, I just wasted an hour and a half of my life if I don't do this. It's a subconscious thing. But the longer you can engage with somebody, the more likely they are to feel obliged to themselves to buy whatever it is you're, you're selling, if that makes sense. But it works. <laughs> That's funny. So we're going to have an hour and a half call today. Everyone who watches to the very end, we need to set up the Pro Plus on Flat Panda. No, I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I'm just, I, it wasn't our plan. That's really funny. Okay, so check this out. That's awesome. I can tell you had a sales background. I wasn't sure that what it was, but in-home residential security salesman, that is like great training, bro. It must have turned you into a straight-up G. I love that. Okay, so okay, I want to go back a little bit. So you mentioned a couple of things like giving away some free advice to be able to build trust. Really cool. I also love the idea of, let's say you are pitching a strip center. We call them strip center in Houston. And you, you, you're, you're two doors down and say, hey, well, you know, Mary over here at the hair salon, she's using posts every, every, ten, you know, every couple of days and it's working, uh, which is cool because now it's like they know who Mary is. They, they know who that person is two, two doors down. And you mention their name. You're not, you know, not some crazy guy. Like, like legit is what you do. I like that. That's really awesome. Okay. So 
Yeah, anytime you can like mention folks that they probably know or talk about, well, everyone else is already doing this. That feels like, well, kind of that FOMO, like, well, I don't want to miss out. I want to be the one guy who's not doing this. I couldn't make this much more money, et cetera. That's cool. And that, that um, actually brings up a good point. Like if you get into a specific niche, like I've done probably every jewelry store on the front range here in Colorado. Okay. And the jewelers know each other. You know, they go to the same trade shows. Yeah. And I'll say, oh, you know, well, I've done Jewel Fire Diamonds and Gene Goldberg Goldsmith. And, and they're like, oh, I know those guys. Sure, let me see you. And I show them. And the jewelers always go for the high-end tour. They always go for the hosted tour. They always have websites. And uh-huh. and. I, yeah, over the course of the last few years, hundreds of jewelers. And once I started, you know, getting into the jeweler niche, I would go out and say, I'm going to go visit 10 jewelers today. And I would sell eight of them. You know, I'm like, great. Now I'm, I'm booked up for the week. Perfect. And then go out and do the shoots. So yeah, niches or going into a particular area in a community. So you might have like a small uh, shopping district, you know, in your town. And it's all, you know, small stores. So you go in and you sell one, you do the shoot even though they may say, okay, I can do it in a week. Don't go talk to the neighbors yet. Go do the shoot. Then you can do the shoot. Then you can go talk to the guy next door, the guy next door, the guys next door, and show them the tour and how cool it looks. Say, yep, here's what I just did for Jane over at, you know, Jane's Ice Cream. And bam, and they're like, oh, that's awesome. You can show them what it looks like on our website. So that way that gives you that extra upsell. They're like, well, if she did it, there's a good reason that you should do it as well. Um, I've also run into situations where I will be in a small, you know, communal shopping area and uh, one person, the the owner might say, oh, you know, I'm interested in this maybe. Uh, And then I'll ask, you know, well, do you know, are there any other business owners that you're friendly with here that you might think that might be interested in this? Can I go talk to somebody? And they'll say, yeah, you know, Bob right next door is a really nice guy. Um, You know, I'm going to think about it. I'm not sure, but you go try Bob. And then I'll go in and I'll sell Bob and I'll say, tell you what, Bob, if you can get Jane next door on board with this, I'll give you guys both 50 bucks off. And Bob will walk the door with me and say, you know, I think this is pretty cool. And, and I'll say, yeah, you go, I can do you guys both in the same day. I'm right here. I'll give you each $50 off. Uh, and then boom, they're done. And I get two clients with one. Yeah. So. And it's like 10 extra minutes of work. That's awesome. I love that stuff, man. Like you got to use each other. You got to pin against each other. And Bob's thinking, well, if I can't get her to buy this, then I'm not a good salesman. So he's like, go over there and say, hey, I want 50 bucks off. I yeah. want to do it. I'll close her down right now. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he's thinking. But you're both if you can get the other person really excited about it, then that really does help because they're like, all right, I want to get, I'm doing this anyways, you know, but I want 50 bucks off. So let's go and let's go close her. Um, <laughs> kind of on the fence and they're like, well, he's doing it. And then they might respect him. You know, they're like, oh, his business does well. He makes wise business decisions. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, I think this is probably the smart decision to make. Uh, if he's it, then I think I should do it too. And then it's nobody easy. wants to be the guinea pig. No one wants to be the first person, right? right. So it's the hardest person, the hardest one the first time. And then once yeah. you get in that community, there's a community down here I used to live by called Rice Village in Houston. Man, if you close one person, you got like a hundred businesses right there. You can just go into and use, utilize that one person. Say, hey, they did it. You know, and they're crushing it over there. Like you know, that's what you say to them. Like they're doing well over there. I'm like, so busy. I can't believe it. I yeah. I should charge more, but I'm not, I'm not right now. So how about two hundred dollars? You know, <laughs> so you know, what I'm saying like something simple like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it doesn't always hurt to you know just throw in a discount offer. You know, if they're like right on the fence, they tell you yeah. what. And I'll I'll frequently if I want to go in and. I want to make money now, right now. I was like, I want to go out. I'm going to make six or $800 today. Let's go get paid. 
And they're like, God, you know, I don't know. Maybe. Can you come back in a few days? I'll say, tell you what, I'll give you a hundred bucks off if we shoot now. Then I'm not coming back. I'm not wasting my time. You know, you're 20 minutes away from my house. And then you want me to come back in a few days. And who knows if you're going to really be on board in three days when I come back. Let's make a decision. If we do it now, I'll throw you $100 off. And it really kind of depends. I'll offer more or less sometimes, depending on how many shoots I think it's going to require. Um, you yeah. know, some, like a, a 25% discount sale. I'll do 25% off if we can do this right now. And if, if you can increase the sense of urgency when you're selling into somebody, that always helps. Like, this yeah. is an exploding deal. Um, I'm constantly running a sale. You know, yeah. For me, particularly in the wintertime months, it is harder to sell because you want to get a nice outside shot and it may be drab and there's no green on the leaves or the trees or you know, no leaves uh, here in Colorado. So if you're in California or Florida, someplace like that, it may not be quite as seasonal, but it is here. So in the wintertime, I'm always running that exploding deal and it's always like, oh, you know, March, it's going to be nicer. It's February now. If you do it now, you're going to save X amount of money. And of course, I can always change my prices however I want. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. in the summertime, it's a thousand bucks, but right now it's only 600. Exactly. Uh, and then comes yeah. summertime, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's 700, but I'll give you $100 off if we do it now. And then it's still $600 for a quick, you know, shoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sense of urgency, that, that helps. That's true. That's, that's a really good point. People want a, an emotional reason to buy now. They just do. Like, and I get that. Listen, we have that in our sales copy on the five panels sometimes. Like, like we, it's just any business. Listen, guys, if you, if you want to learn how to sell, you got to see how other folks are selling to help learn how you should be selling. What position or where to place your prospect? What, 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 what areas of the brain are you jumping into to, to be able to make them say yes? Right? Because at first, they got all the walls up. You got to hop all those walls and then find that spot that's soft. You make a transaction, right? Uh, not try to not manipulate, but at the same time, I mean, you know, if, if people need to be sold to. And I, in my experience, people actually like to be sold to. Listen, I know this may sound crazy. Some folks don't like it, of course, but I've had a lot of experience where, where an owner of a, of a company or a business like, or, or a high level executive, they're like just sitting there smiling, like, come on, bro, pitch me, give me, give me the pitch. I'm, I'm excited about it. Make, make me say yes. Come on, get me excited. You know, folks like to be pitched to. And there's this weird perception that, that a sales is like people don't like it. Maybe if you're a used car salesman or you're walking into a dealer, I get that. But man, people love to be sold to, man. They, they want to be like, like cared for. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird thing. I, I like, I, that's my experience anyways when it comes to sales in general. Oh, yeah. If you can, if you can connect with them like on an emotional level and there's emotion involved in it so much easier you know so you got to get them if they're actually excited and and that's kind of goes back to like once you do one store it's really easy to get the rest in because then you can show them how cool it is and, and it's a these, the 360 imaging is awesome people are always like wow this is so cool when you show it to them and yeah. that gets them excited you know right then and there they, they get a little shot of dopamine and like that's cool like how did you do that well it looks like you're floating and i'll kind of explain the process and they're like that's above my head but that's amazing that you can do this and, yeah, and, and get them excited and then you know yeah. increase that sense of urgency give them a, a bit of a discount say today let's do it today and i'll give you a big chunk off you know and then and, and there will be times i'll just look at an owner and say this this is going to be a tough tough sale so I actually say, how oh, you know, my pricing is a thousand bucks when normally I was thinking this is a $600 shoot. So then I can come and say, you know what? I don't have anything else to do today. I don't have any shoots scheduled. I'll give you a 50% off. I'll do it for 500 bucks if we can do this today. And then I'm doing what would normally be a $600 deal for 500 bucks, which is worth it because I can get in and out in an hour. I spend 
30 minutes maybe in post. And so it's an hour and a half worth of work. I make 500 bucks. Yeah, that's good money. Okay, so okay, I wanna go back to a couple of things. And there's, there's two things that I think are important. I mean, one is niche selection, like how you get into those, but I, I wanna come back to that. Two, I wanna know when you walk in the door, you're walking in, you're stomping your feet, you're looking for the business owner, and then you say who you are. You explain in your words, like this is probably the same thing every time. What do you say? I want to know what it is. It's easy. I walk in and I, you know, hey, are you the owner? I am. Hey, my name's Ty. I am a photographer and I do commercial business photography, primarily for Google. Have you ever seen Google Street View? And right. and and they're like, yeah, I have. And I'm like, most of the time, 95% of the time, they say, yeah, I have. And I'm like. I do street view photography for businesses. I can get you on Google Street View with that cool 360 tour. And I will always have my phone ready with the tour street view already open. I'm like, yeah, check this out. And if I've done somebody nearby, that's the tour that I've got preloaded. And, and I'm like, yeah, this is what I do. And I'm like, oh, and by the way, if you want to get your business on this Google Street View app, which happens to have over a billion users, you have to have a 360 tour. There's the only way to get on it. So this, this app is strictly for 360 tours of businesses that are listed on Google. So if you wanna you want to reach this potential audience of a billion users, you gotta yeah. be on this app. But it'll also show up on Google Maps, it'll show up on Google.com. Heck, if people zoom in far enough, it'll show up on Google Earth. So, and, the, and everybody's familiar with, you know, all of these platforms, especially, you know, Google.com. And it's yeah. good to have, you know, a, something ready, show it to them. Yeah, it's just like this. This is what we did next door for Jane. I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. And then I always just transition directly into, and I offer another service and it's called keyword photography, where I can go in and we can take pictures of interesting elements. I see that you it's a gift store, so you've got a million cool things to shoot in here. We've always got to get a good facade shot, a professionally done shot of the front of the building. So when people are looking for your business and they find it on Google Maps, and if you've got pictures and a tour, you're more likely to have people find you on Google, but when they do, they got to have a, a picture, a reference of where they're going, and you're going to get a lot of views on a nice facade shot. Yeah. And then I just kind of wing it, you know. So then I, then I, I let them, I engage, and I go, okay, and I feel them out a little bit. Where are they going? Yeah. And I go ahead. Sorry, keep going. No, I was going to say, you know, sometimes then it's easy. They're like, all right, yeah, that's cool. I've seen it before. I just had no idea how to get it done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't even know. Like, I, I know it's a thing, but I never really thought about how it's done. I thought that, you know, oh, it's a big hassle and they went through Google and they spent a lot of money on it. Um, okay. Then, so at that point, so there's different, different paths you can go down in that sales process, right? You understand those paths well. So yeah. let's say you hit that guy and he knows what it is and he says, well, I said, I'm out of going there. Like, okay, a perfect qualified lead knows what it is, uh -huh. wants to be on it. You have access to the OBI. Okay, great. Okay, that's like so now. So now, how do you show them? Because you have you had your app open, you're ready to show them. But how do you show them pricing? What is your? Do you have a piece of paper you bust out, or you say, no. "Here's the cost." It's all verbal. Yeah. So it's all verbal. So generally, my pricing, and I'll just be open with it. It's six hundred dollars for a three sixty tour, and that will include up to five panos and up to twelve or so keywords. I always overshoot the, shoot the keyword photos. I'll do more. Um, it's yeah. always better to over deliver than uh, on, you know, under promise or whatever. Yeah. So, and, and that also then helps with referrals because you always want to ask, you know, once you're done with the customer, say, now, who do you know that I can go talk to? Because then you can drop a name that works really well. Referrals are key. 
yeah. and you're way more likely to get great referrals if you've come back and you've said, okay, we agreed to six panos and uh, 10 to 12 keyword photos. Well, check it out. I posted 20 keyword photos for you. So almost Ooh. double. All right. Here's your amazing 360s. And they're just like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Thank you so much. And at that point, I've definitely helped them with the Facebook stuff, making sure they're doing the Google posts. You know, I go in and I want to educate them on how they can really maximize their presence on Google. So you come back, so you, so you shoot, so you, so you might sell one day, shoot one day, then come back and deliver the product, like say show it all off, is that what you do? So oftentimes with like with referrals, it depends. It, it always okay. kind of varies. So if they're close by and I'm in the area, I may drop by and say, hey, I just wanted to let you know, here's all your photos. But I'll always provide a download link so that they can use these 360 images if they want in like their Facebook group or their Facebook page. So Facebook's very 360 friendly. So I'm like, you know, definitely post these 360 images to your Facebook. And do me a favor if you do, make sure that you tag me in them. Yeah. And so that helps get me a little exposure. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I try not to go back too often. So usually I will shoot and then go get paid once everything's done. Or even oftentimes, if they're 50 miles away, I'm going to do the shoot and I'm going to ask them for a check. And very rarely by this point are they wary of giving me a check before I've delivered the product. Ah. It's very rare. Every now and then someone will say, well, how do I know you're going to follow through and I'm going to get these photos? I'll say you're more than welcome to hop on Facebook or Google. I have a business listing on both. Check out my reviews. I've got nothing but five-star reviews, and I can promise you if I ever stiffed anybody, that would be the big one-star review lingering there. And that, that almost always clears up that objection right there. I think out of hundreds of tours, one or two said, okay, well, can I give you 50% now and then 50% later? And I, okay, that's fine. You go ahead and give me 50% now. Um, it's just, it's best if you can mitigate your travel time and going back and forth and, you know, get yeah. it done. You want to go and make money and leave, go home and you've been paid, you're done. You can, and then you follow up with an email saying, okay, here's links to the tour on Google. Here's the code you need uh, to install it on your website. So if they want to put the hosted tour on their website, and I just put everything in like a Dropbox folder and I've got the code and a notepad so they can just open it up, copy and paste it, put it on their site. If they don't, they manage their own website and like, well, I don't know how to do it. I may provide some written instruction. I'm like, here's exactly what you're going to need to do to put it on your website like that. And by the way, if you've got any referrals, I would really appreciate it. And I'll just include that in the email. And 95% of the time they'll come back and say, oh yeah, I know business owner X, Y, and Z. Here's his information, you know, go hit him up. And then that makes the selling to that person so much easier because you can say, like yeah. this person referred me, check out what I've done. But I will always go into that business in person. I'm not going to, you know, I'll have a phone number or an email. Okay. I go, great. Now I'm going in and I'm talking to this person in person, show them what I did for their friend. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, this is cool. They're like, yeah, if, you know, Betty over there did it, I'm down, let's do it. And oftentimes cool. it's just that easy. Cool, that's awesome. I love request. I like how you're requesting for referrals. Like it's such an important thing. A lot of folks miss that, right? Like then they deliver the product, get paid. Like I got paid. Ah, it feels good. Except like the next sale is very important. Like, and that's actually how you compound your growth really quickly, right? You got yeah. everyone's like, hey, you got. Some. I've heard of guys who have in the negotiation say, hey, listen, I'll take fifty bucks off if you can refer me to three people if you love the service. And like as like almost like like a small lever saying like hey okay I'll uh, like okay well if I if I love it I'll do cats fine let's do it let's I'll pull the trigger you know and now that they know they got more business coming or more referrals at least 
and say, hey, who are those, those three folks you referred to or whatever, and now you can utilize that for your next sale. But I also like how you said you're going to go into the list. So, okay, you're going to go in, and you're talking mom, pop, shop, business owners, guys who, like, have a, have a, have a physical address, right? You're going in there and doing that. What time of day do you go in? And if you miss the guy, you come back? What do you keep on your list? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hound a business until I get a no. Uh, okay. For the most part, as long as they're not, you know, too far out. But yeah, if they're like, you know, I'm interested, come back. And then so I just try to, you know, figure out my day. I'm like, what businesses ask me to come back? You know, where am I yeah. going to be? Um, there are some tools online where you can optimize routes. Uh, so you can actually map out a route and say A, B, C, and D and just optimize it so you're not driving all over the place. I will use those on occasion. Um, yeah, always, always go in and talk in person. And it depends on the business. So if I'm going in, let's say it's a restaurant, I'm going to go in uh, early. Yeah. Uh, so, or I'm going to go in after the lunch rush, you know, like 3 o'clock. So okay. they're, they're not in the rush for dinner yet. They've already done uh, lunch. Uh, but restaurant tours owners are generally there in the morning and then they see through the first part of lunch and then they leave for the day if they're not a, a working owner, you know, they're all the time. So, yeah. and you know, if it's a, a local florist and uh, you just know they're there Monday through Friday, nine to five, it's a one person army, then yeah. I can, you know, kind of go back whenever you just want to think when is going to be a good time for that particular business and that particular owner. So you've got to be cognitive of if, if if they're serving food, you know, don't come in at noon. Don't come in at 6 p.m. because they're going to be rushed. They're going to be upset yeah. you came in at that time. You're going to burn a bridge. Yeah. Um, and they're just going to assume, everybody assumes you know everything about their business. And why would this jerk come in at 6 o'clock? You know, I'm just slammed. <laughs> um, and oftentimes people won't understand that. You know, they, they're not a restaurant tour. They weren't yeah. really thinking, yeah, that's a terrible time of day to come in. So just be cognitive of what the business is, what industry they're in, and just use common sense, you know, and just, yeah. just go back and, yeah. So let's say this, let's say you are a, you know, full-time job, okay? And you're like wanting to shoot virtual tours on the side, all right? And you're thinking, I would love to go in. Like I see what Michael Ty's doing, 600 bucks sounds great, sounds easy, sounds fun. But then I got a full-time job, what do I do? Can you go in on a Saturday? How many businesses on a Saturday have the owner there? What do you think? Saturday's not a bad day. You, you, yeah, Saturday's actually not that bad of a day. So I've found that business owners take tend to take Sunday and Monday off if it's a seven day a week business. So if they're open seven days a week, it's a, a gift store, you know, in a touristy area and they're definitely going to be open seven days a week. The business owner will usually take Sunday and Monday off and even sometimes Monday, Tuesday, because if Saturday is a busy day and they want to make sure everything's being run right, they'll, they'll be in on the weekends. That um, makes sense. Yeah. So you'll just kind of, you've just kind of got to learn by doing it. You'll start to get a feeling for different types of businesses and different niches. Their owners are going to be there at different times. So I can't just say, oh yeah, Saturday's a good day because Saturday isn't a good day uh, for a lot of jewelers because they may not be open. You know, they're a Monday through Friday type of, of business as well. But for a person that's wanting to get into this as a part-time gig, you can absolutely do it on Saturdays. Just start off and you're not going to find quite as many owners around as you might during the week, but you're going to find owners. There's yeah. definitely no excuse for if you're going out, you know, you go out and you work an eight hour day on a Saturday, you are going to sell two shoots. Cool. There's no reason you shouldn't go out and get two shoots on a Saturday if you hustle from nine to five. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. No, no reason you shouldn't go out and get, you know, so, at least, so I mean, pound the payment. <laughs> one shoot every four hours and most of the time for me, you know, that's my minimum goal. And usually yeah. it's because I can't find the owner and I'm driving around, you know, so, yeah. I, and 
you could do better. I just kind of throw a caution in the wind. I hop in my car. I'm like, oh, where am I going today? All right, I'm, I'm going to go here. And, and bam. Um, yeah, that's fun. But if you're, if you're hustling and, you know, you're, you're really methodical about it, I'm going here, 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 and here, there's no reason really you, should, you shouldn't close every two hours out cool. in the field. And that should include drive time and all that. Yeah, so, okay, so I'm going to go backwards for a second. I keep doing that. I apologize. But you said earlier, you walk in the door, you say, hey, my name, so I'm going to say, my name's Zach. Um, I'm actually a commercial, commercial photographer, and I specialize in street view tours on Google and making and putting businesses onto them. Have you seen have you seen them before? So you said, have you seen this before? Have you seen street view? And you get, I mean, you said folks say, yeah, I've seen it before. You get to a yes very quickly. Uh, I like that. So I want you to know, I noticed that I, I, if you want someone to say yes, and then you ask a question afterwards. So uh, that's super, that's, I'm, that's the nugget I took away. Is like, get somebody to a yes, and then ask questions to kind of control the conversation a little bit. And then once you get to a certain point, then you kind of know where to go from there. So I thought that was very interesting. So how do you intuitively know how to do that? Or just over time? or you know, Kind of I've that. been doing sales for 20 years. I mean, you don't want to ask too many open-ended questions. You want to control if, you know, yes or no type questions are always the best because it saves time too. And yeah. then they're not throwing some answer that you're trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to reply to this weird answer? So control, you know, not too many open-ended questions, questions where they will say yes. Because the more, if somebody says yes, 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 and I'm like, all right, you want to do a shoot? Yes. <laughs> Bam, they, just fire, and they, they may not even think, you know, it's just they've yeah. yes so many times, it's natural for them to pop in and say yes again. So yeah, yeah. you're right. Getting, getting them to say yes a lot. Um, one thing I kind of forgot to mention too is at some point I will also mention um, I'm a Google trusted pro and yeah. it's easy to become a trusted pro. Anybody can go out and do it. That just, it just gives me a little bit of credibility. Uh, and yeah. I'll say, yeah, I'm, I'm also a Google trusted photographer. Uh, I'm not employed by Google, but um, it's kind of like an endorsement. So if you go on Google site to search for a virtual tour photographer, I'm indexed and I've got a listing for Arvada and Wheat Ridge here in Colorado. So I got two locations and they won't ever look. I've never had anybody double guess or what, you know, I don't know, but it does provide just a little bit more, you know, they, they feel a little bit more confident with that. Okay. Yeah. This person's a pro. It's not just some Joe Schmo off the street. They're yeah. endorsed by Google. Wow. That's a big deal. It's not, but that's what they feel. So how um, important is that step? I mean, if you, if you think that's the first step, like go ahead and get endorsed or like, what do you think? I mean, how important is that? Because we're just kind of a tool. It's just a tool. I mean, you could anybody can say it, and I've never had anybody, I don't think, go and look. Is he really a Google Trusted Pro? Um, I would do it, though, because it's, it's really easy. So free advice. Normally, I would do this in one of my coaching sessions. But what you do, go out with a point-and-shoot 360 cam. You know, Get yourself an Insta1X or a Ricoh Theta V or whatever. Go to a mall, a busy shopping mall. Go in and walk every 15 feet. Take a picture. Just go around the mall. Fire off. 50, 60 photos. You got to have 50 minimum. I'd say do 60 to be on the safe side. Um, maybe go into a few stores and just say, hey, I'm an aspiring 360 photographer. Do you mind if I take a 360 image in your store and I'll post it to Google and you'll get some free uh, exposure? They're going to say, yeah, sure. It doesn't cost them anything. Go, great. Um, maybe do a, a quick little mini tour. Say, do you mind if I take three or four photos? Um, go out and you can do this in one afternoon. Go get your 60 photos, upload them to Google Street View, uh, and you will then get an invite within... 48 hours. So I actually have three different trusted accounts. And I was curious, I was like, how, I, I see a lot of people posting on Facebook asking, I'm trying to get Google Street View, you know, approved. I want to be a trusted pro. How do I do it? And I was like, I wonder how fast I could do it. Cause I've seen photographers that go and they shoot and they're like, I've posted my 50 photos 
and it's been three weeks and I still don't have the option to click for hire in the app. And that's what will happen. Once you're Street View Trusted on the Street View app, you can go in and you'll have a toggle where you can select for hire. And then that triggers the ability. They'll send you an email so that you can set, enter your information to get indexed on their website. Yeah. I was like, how fast can I do it? And I discovered I can do it in 48 hours. And cool. I've done it twice. Um, <laughs> you, it's all about views on your photos. So it's not just the volume of the photos that you put up. 50 is minimum. And they're like, I've posted 75 photos. It's been three weeks. And those photos are getting one view, two views. Yeah. Go into a mall. Malls are the busiest places. They get tons of views. I don't know why, but like an indoor shopping mall. Go in, fire off your 60 photos. And cool. I guarantee you, 48 hours later, you're going to get that notification that you're available for hire. Uh, these two other accounts have millions of views. And these were just test accounts yeah. just to see how quickly I could go in and get this done. Yeah. And they're, all, they're both from malls. And yeah, super easy. There you go. That's how to get Google Street View trusted in two days with one afternoon's worth of work. And it is good to have so that it's just another tool in your pocket. One more way that you can gain their confidence that you're yeah. a professional. You know, you're not just some Joe Schmo. Uh, and if somebody's wanting to do this on the side, I would definitely recommend, you know, do it uh, one Saturday. And then by the next Saturday, you'll be a Street View trusted photographer. And that gives you one more element in your pitch. You can say, I'm Google Street View trusted. You can go to Google. Look me up. I'm there right now. And that really improves. It helps with the trust level. They immediately cool. drops their guard a little bit. They're like, okay, all right, cool. You're a pro. All right. I trust you. <laughs> cool, cool. I got you. So, okay. So, you, you said $600 a typical shoot. Typical, typical number you're about. Is that all four of those things you mentioned before or five things? Oh, was it four or five? Uh, is everything included in the whole package or is it like is you, you strip it down or you add on to it? Well, what's the... I'll add on for additional panos. Uh, it's, I don't ever offer additional keyword photos. I don't really, you don't really need to, you know, 10 yeah. to 20 is plenty. Um, and I don't do a whole lot of posts with them, you know, so that's pretty much just right out of the box. I might just hit like uh, auto exposure adjustment in Photoshop and it tweaks it just a little bit and I'm like, that's good enough. Yeah. Um, but I will charge for additional panos. So five panos is the base and then it's $60 a piece for every additional pano. Uh, gotcha. I just uh, closed a deal with a restaurant and it's a unique restaurant. They've got, um, it's called the, the, the game train. And in the back room, they've got what uh, it's inside of a building, but it feels like you're in train cars and the floor rumbles. And on <laughs> the wind, they've got these 40 inch or 50 inch TVs set up. So it looks like windows and they've got scenes zipping by. So it feels like you're sitting in this, in this train. Uh, cool. So with them, you know, I, 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 I gave them a bit of a discount. It ended up being like a $875 deal because we needed some extra panos uh, and then a hosted tour, of course. And then later this summer, I'm also a certified drone pilot. So I will be going and creating more stock footage for him to use as the image coming by. So it feels like you're on a train and you can cool. do, you don't need to be over train tracks. You just go fly your drone straight until out of range and then fly it back and boom, you've got footage for them right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Always offer additional services. So if you can, you like to fly a drone, get a drone, go get FAA certified and it's not terribly difficult. And there's one more thing. So I've got a lot of drone shoots. I, you know, they're like, Oh, I, I would love to have one of those cool photos of my building from, you know, far back. I've seen other businesses, you know, they've got those aerial shots. How do you, can you do that? I'm like, yeah, I can. One aerial shot, 175 bucks. And there they're always go. like, done. And that takes me five minutes. I go, I launch, go back, click it, come back down, I'm done. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I mean, how often do you come back and resell a previous customer? Not so. terribly often. So I, I just actually had, I, I just did a shoot 
month ago or so. And it was the same business. The business was in a mall. The mall got damaged by hail and uh, they had to completely remodel it. So they kicked everybody out for almost a year. They came back in and they were now in a different location. And I'm friendly with the owner. So I was like, okay, she's going to definitely want it's Everything's changed. We need to, to update this tour right there. And the business had sold. So now I'm talking with new owners. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Well, they were down on the fact that Penny, the previous owner they bought the business from, trusted it, believed in it, wanted to do it. So that was an easy sell. So I just went in and talked to them. They were like, yeah. And they actually had another business, another location, sold them on that one as well, too. So I was glad I went back. So instead of just the one business, I ended up getting two out of it. Cool. Um, That's awesome. Sometimes retail, I will go back and do shoots for the holidays. So they want their Christmas decorations and Christmas trees and all of that up. Uh, so I'll go back in and the way I pitch it to them too. So they're not like, oh man, now you got to come back though after this and I'm doing paying for two more shoots, not just one shoot. I'll say, I've already got your pictures saved. You know what we've got here right now. Wouldn't you like to have a tour that's current? Because man, people are searching heavily online Christmas time. This is when you're going to get the most hits. You want to be looking like Christmassy in these photos. And what I'll do is I'll just come January 1st. I'll delete all of these. I'll re-up up the other ones for you. No charge for that. And you'll be good to go. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do a Christmas shoot. I got it. Uh, and and then if they want, well, I've had one customer, they're like, oh, well, will you charge me again for next year? And I'm like, tell you what, I'll send you the photos and you can just re-upload them next year if you want. You can handle it yourself. It's not terribly difficult. Yeah. But you always don't. You, that's, I won't recommend everybody do that. Don't send photos for people to upload on their own. You want to come back if you can. Um, yeah. But there is opportunity in the holidays for Christmas. Um, cool. Yeah, retail only. So you see, so you're kind of building this almost re retail or almost like mom and pop shop, like Rolodex of people that you know, that you've interacted with, that you've done a good job for. I mean, that, that's got to have so much value. I, mean, I, I feel like some of the best markets are usually the small business owner. They have, they have consistent needs, consistent problems, pains, you know, and I'm sure they may come, do they ever come to you and say, hey, Tyler, I'm thinking about this thing or this trend or whatever. Can you do that for me? Like you mentioned drones, but what else? Like what, what, what's the other stuff they ask you or what, what's some other interest? Does it ever happen where they ask you random, random services or? Yeah, yeah, I've come back. I've sold a lot of people on sales coaching. You know, they, they may mm -hmm. have a sales staff and I'm like, really? I might observe, you know, I'm like, you know, they're asking the wrong questions. They're not engaging correctly. I can come in and sit down with your sales staff for two hours and they will improve your sales tenfold if you're interested and they've I've already sold the crap out of them they know <laughs> they're like okay yeah, this guy knows how to sell I was dead set against this when I first started talking to him and now I can't wait to buy more yeah. uh, and so I've gone in and I've done some coaching for uh, sales I've also helped uh, I'm very tech savvy so I, I know quite a bit about computers and PCs so I've, I've come in and done like technical IT work for customers, you know, they'll just say, hey, my computer's running really slow. Do you, are you familiar? You're seeing pretty tech savvy. Do you know? And I'm like, yeah, I know what the problem is. Here's what you need to do to fix it. And they're <laughs> like, great, can you come back and do it? And I'm like, sure, it's 120 bucks an hour. Um, and I'm like, yeah, 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 come back. And those come in to repeat, you know, they're like, ah, oh, my computer crashed again. I need you to come back. And I'll come in for 120 bucks. I'll fix it for them in 15 minutes and leave. And I've got a few businesses that I do that stuff all the time. They're like, oh, I need help with this. And That's cool. So the more you can offer, the better, you know. Yeah, product yeah, services. Sure. Yeah, it can't yeah. hurt. For sure. So, okay, you mentioned uh, sales coaching. Uh, I want to um, ask the question that I've been wondering. We're, we're talking about sales today, obviously, right? We're not talking about the technical skills and running a tour. Uh, we're talking about sales. 
And I want to know, because a lot of folks come into this space as a creative or as a photographer background, or maybe they, they've been really talented in a photography type, which is totally great. Um, but now they have to learn this new skill of sales. So kind of what do you, what do you think is more important, or what should, if, if you're one or the other, or say you are good at sales and you need to learn photography, I, I mean, how do you go about learning that process? How much time or weight should you spend on, on, on either one? What do you think? What's more important, I guess? Sales, sales is king. I mean, yeah, yeah, you could, you can, if you, if you're a great salesman, you could sell dirt. I mean, if you can get them to buy it, great. You know, like literally, like the saying, you know, selling ice to an Eskimo. Like if you can yeah. sell, great. Um, but I want to provide the best possible product that I can. You know, so I want, I want to wow people when I show them. So I want to, you know, go in and sell them. But I want to show that I shot their competitor. And look at how amazing this tour looks. And I'll straight up tell them, you, you cannot technically get better than this. It does not get better. There's this, it doesn't matter how much somebody's going to want to charge you. The, you know, Steven Spielberg cannot do better than this. It just technically does not, <laughs> it's not physically possible to fit more pixels, you know, the, the, get the, uh, the exposure correct. It just doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and a lot of people have seen 360 photos on you know, Google or wherever. And the quality varies. And when I show them something that is top notch, they're like, wow, that's, that's really good. I've seen 360 photos, but this has got to be the highest quality stuff I've ever seen. So you want to definitely have a product that is a notch above any of your competitors. Um, one thing in the 360 space is it's very likely somebody else from another 360 agency has already come in and talked to them. Really? Uh, I get that. Yeah. All the time. They're like somebody came in uh, typically, and this is why my pricing is cheap the kind of industry standard is $100 per pano. So I keep it down to 60. So it's, you know, it's fast nickels, not slow dimes. And yeah. those guys are going out, you know, they're 10% close rate, you know, so yeah, they got to charge more. Uh, and if you're a one man business, you can compete against these agencies that have sales staff, they've got photographers, they've got accountants, because it's just you. So you don't need to charge as much because you have less overhead and you'll ultimately be more profitable than they are by charging yeah. a lower rate. Um, so, so pricing is, is key. So you got to be competitive in your market. And so I would go out and we make a phone call to a local 360, you know, photographer, what do you charge? I'm just curious, you know, what, I, I own this business, you know, what, what would you charge me to come in and just, I need five 360 photos. What would that cost? Uh, and chances are the, the 500 bucks and you'll say, okay. And keyword photos, hardly anybody offers those. So offer that, it gives you that extra thing that, oh, I was never presented with that. Why don't they offer that? Uh, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know why they don't, they should, it's not that hard. It, it's a huge yeah. benefit to you. I don't know why they don't offer it, but I do. And I include yeah. it basically for free. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, having that, that little bit of, you know, extra, everything you can bring to the table that the next guy didn't. And if you can offer a better price <laughs> at a better quality, it just makes the sales easier. And then they're more trusting. They're like, wow, okay, that sounds more reasonable. So I needed, I, there's, a, there's a guy here that owns, uh, he just tried to hire me and he was like, I'll pay you $25 per pano. No. Um, and he, it's $1,000 minimum. So if you only, it's a small store, you don't need 10 panos in there. You need four, um, five. And I'll come in a week or two, a month or two, a year or two later, and they're, they're like, no, 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 these are really expensive. And I'll get, you'll get that objection, right? They're like, no, stop, 360 photos, I've already heard about it, it's a really expensive service, I don't need it. Yeah. And then you just, oh, okay, and you just keep going with it, you're like, okay, you know, I understand that they were probably pretty expensive, I'm not that expensive, 
Uh, and then you just continue with, you know, I, I'm a Google Trusted Pro. This will get you on the Street View app because chances are the salesperson that came in, they weren't as good as me. Yeah. And they didn't close the deal. And because they might have led with the pricing, which isn't always a bad thing if your pricing is competitive. Um, yeah. Or they might have wasted a bunch of time and then pissed the person off when they said, okay, guy, we've been talking 20 minutes. I want to know how much is your price. If they ask for your price, tell it to them. Be open with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah you want to be transparent with your pricing. Uh, and then tell them the price and then just flow through it. Like, of course, that's not an objection, right? I mean, it's so yeah. cheap. You know, don't even think it's an objection. Uh, when we did the security sales, it was, you know, it's 30 bucks a month. And we would tell them, first thing, yeah, it's $30 a month and it is worth it. Here's why. And you go in and you continue <laughs> to pitch them on it and, mm -hmm. you know, engage with them, build some trust with them, tell them everything extra that you offer, then show them a kick-ass tour. Look at how yeah. good this is. This is amazing. It doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, pricing of you be transparent with your pricing and be flexible. Yeah, cool. I like that. Well, what, what you're describing, what, what I'm hearing is in the marketing space called it's called a value ladder, right? So you start off with this lower tier offer of six hundred dollars for the for the tour, and then you say, Oh yeah, by, by the way, I also offer this and I offer this if you want it. Um, and those are really amazing too. But if you want to start start off here, that's okay. You know, and kind of just kind of go into why, you know, you start off with that lower number, so, so that's what they're thinking about. And once they say yes to that, say, oh, yeah, by the way, if you want to throw this too, it's only an extra 100 bucks. So, like, okay, I'll do that too. All of a sudden, your, the value of your customer is like just all of a sudden just increasing every single time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to just don't do it in a manner that you're, they're going to feel like, oh, man, I'm getting nickels and dimed to death here. Sure, uh, sure. You, know, they, you really want to just say, this is what I have. This is what the pricing is. It's really great. Um, you know, the platforms that I work with, I don't charge a monthly hosting fee for the virtual tours. That's a huge sell because somebody's come into them and they might have said, yeah, we'll do a tour. We'll put it on your website for you. And it's only $25 a month. Yeah. Well, that's 300 bucks a year that they don't really need to spend maybe in their minds. <laughs> I come in and I said, you the setup for a hundred bucks. Yeah. You're never going to pay a dime again for it. It's yours on your site. How cool is that? Um, yeah. I so, love hosting fees, but I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I get it. It's a, it's a, it's, you have to go, when, when you're in the market and someone's charging hosting fee, you don't, you're going to win, right? So you have to know your market, right? It depends on who, who the person you're selling to is, right? Speaking yeah. of calling a, a local uh, uh, frequency company, I, I do the same thing in Houston. I, I said, hey, uh, here's what I'm doing. You know, I, they, they focus on the apartment complex niche. And uh, I was able to like extract some pricing. And I was like, whoa, he's got to charge $1,000 to $5,000. can't believe it, you know? And I ended up... Uh, Getting information fast, so you see, so it's a good way. You need to get some data, have some context, right? When you go in somewhere, and now that I mean, even this interview can help someone. Like, hey, this is what he does. Okay, I can, I can try this idea of the of the mom and pop niches of, of even in the jewel. I feel like the jewelry store thing was something that kind of revealed itself to you. It just kind of happened over time. It yeah. kept it kept, kept kept happening, right? I mean, how'd that go? I mean, I guess your story with, with that. I mean, it ended up being a, a lot of your customers, right? It's a big portion of my customers. Yeah, jewelers love it. it. You know, I would have thought they wouldn't for security reasons. And I've run into a couple of jewelers like, I don't want, you know, pictures of where my can, you know, 360. And that is not a terribly hard objection to get over, especially once you've done a few jewelers. They're like, well, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and so on. None of them have an objection. Check out their dope tours. And you can see views. So as when you have the Google Street View app, as the person that, posted those images it'll give you counts and I'm like yeah. well your competitor down the street 85,000 views what do you think that's doing for his business <laughs> oh okay uh and then if if it's there's a security one. yeah they're like wow that many views you're kidding me I'm I'm like, I know it's amazing do it. Uh, 
it's it's so random how some get so many views and some not as many um so you want to find the the the, the image that's gotten the most views as an example yeah, uh, yeah. and then like in the, in the jewelry you know i'll say well I think if somebody wanted to case the place, they're just going to walk in with their cell phone recording, walk around, you know, and Good visualize point. where everything is in person and then leave the store. You're not going to know. Um, so yeah. I really don't think it's a huge security. So 99% of the time I'm over, I'm able to overcome that objection when it presents itself, but that isn't very often. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I was surprised I don't hear it more often. So yeah, if yeah, you're, you're starting off, go hit up your local jewelers. Yeah. You'll yeah. For free. Yeah. Good idea. I mean, so sometimes folks will do something for free. But it's uh, happy to mention that. Um, and they'll say, hey, it's a portfolio piece. Just want to build up my portfolio. You know, and, I, and that's okay. I get that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of ask for a referral if you're going to do that, though, right? You need to ask for something. Like, it's not money. Ask for something. You know, it, and obviously, you, you get the data, but, or you get that, that example, but get a referral. I mean, that's a great way to get started. That's the easy way to get started. You know? Always ask for a referral, no matter what. <laughs> always, yeah, yeah. Always ask for a referral, uh, and I mean, you don't have to start off with uh, necessarily the DSLR tours to do this. You go get an Insta 360, or uh, Insta One 360 for 400 bucks. The images are okay. Uh, they're nothing as compared to a DSLR type of pano. Yeah. The workflows quicker. You can post it right from your phone, uh, and just get out there. And the, like, yeah, the biggest advice I would give to any new person getting into this field is do it yeah just do it just say okay I'm gonna do it it's hard when you haven't done this before to go walk into a business muster up the courage and say okay is the business owner available are you the business owner or whatever um you know you might feel a little bit out of your space but once you do it a few times like for me it's nothing I'll walk in you know are you the, yeah. are you the owner uh, yeah I am um and then they're like why who's asking yeah. Like, hey, my name's Ty. I'm a photographer. I work with Google. I do 360 virtual tour photography. And bam, yeah. you just roll into it. And they're like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, I'm the owner. And you're like, you were going to try to say you weren't the owner, weren't you? And I may even joke like that, you know, like, oh, you were going to say you weren't the owner. Um, yeah, check this out. I just did this tour next door, you know, whatever. And then you, you loosen it up. Um, yeah. Physical comedy, you know, physical motions help loosen people up as well. So I'm like, have you ever seen Google Street View? You know where you can you can look all around, you know, and I'll wave my arms all around like a crazy guy. Um, <laughs> but it's funny and and it relaxes them. You know, they'll immediately Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when you're uptight, they're gonna be uptight too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. So like I know that when I first started doing sales, my, my, my palms would sweat. It was this weird thing. I was like, why are my palms sweat? And I, my heart's kind of beat a little heavier. Now I and I had that here's all the reasons why I should not do this come through my mind, right? Here's all the, I'm, I'm full of crap. I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. You know, all these, which, which these are lies we tell ourselves, right? It's kind of, I think everyone goes through at first, everyone goes through that. If, if this interview says to anybody anything, it's that you have permission to go try and fail and just go, go for it. Go. It's not about like being perfect. Listen, I have so many times, you know, tell you, I have like stuttered, stumbled my word. I couldn't even say the word. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, like uh, I'm sorry, bro. And all of a sudden, they relax. You know, they like, hey, listen, here's what I do. You know, so it's yeah. like, it's just like that. You got to be yourself and be okay with your faults and your, your weirdness. You know, it's okay. It's all right. Just go do it. You know, yeah, there's nothing wrong with failing. You know, it's just an opportunity to learn. So you go, okay, well, that didn't work. I'm not going to do it that way the next time. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And not a, and you're going to go in the first time. Your pitch isn't going to be perfect. You're you're going to fumble over your words. 
on that same hand, you're going to present yourself as a person, you know? So sometimes if you do get nervous, you do fumble over something, they're not like, oh, this is some super slick sales guy, you know, trying to sell me some snake oil. They can relate and they go, okay, (laughs) you know, obviously you're just a person just like me. Um, So you always try to be personable and being nervous is being personable. So if they can sense that maybe you're a little bit nervous, it's not going to kill you. Um, And you're just going to get more and more and more comfortable. Obviously, you do want to be comfortable. You want to be friendly. You want to be presenting yourself as being trustworthy and being personable. So I really try to be personable when I go in and and talk to these business owners. Um, But yeah, there's there's no such thing as like failing in sales. It's just a way to learn how to provide a better pitch, learn how to overcome the next objection. And, you know, eventually you'll, you'll hear different objections and you'll try different methods of overcoming those objections. That's the most important thing. Uh, one of the most important things in sales is overcoming objections. Yeah. You know, what are they going to say? What are the reasons they don't need it? They don't want it. And you can then learn and you'll counter, well, this is the reason you want it. This is the benefit that it provides to you. I hear that all the time. I say, yeah, I got you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I have so many folks have that worry and here's what, you know, here's why I think it's fine. Like, it's funny because those things will happen. They'll start to just come to you. They'll they'll, they'll just be natural. They'll be like this weird, like it will just all of a sudden, it's like, you're just ready because it's stored away in your sales part of your brain. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, he said this. Cool. I, I have the answer for that. And then, of course, at first, you don't have all those objections, all those ability to follow all those objections. But over time, it gets easy, man. Like, it, it's just, yeah, you're right. That's totally cool. And, and, and know that they're coming. That, that it's important to know, I think, for anybody, objections are going to come. Like, that's part of the process. You're not going to go in there and say, yes, oh, this is, this is cool. This is, I'm, I'll go ahead and buy. It's not how it's going to work. They're going to say, how much does it cost? I don't want to pay that much. Bada, 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 bada. But over time, become, if you get to that point where it's a, it's a, they say, yes, let's do it. Yeah, you're going to learn to overcome the objections. And the best way to avoid objections is to counter them in your pitch. Address them before their objections. So okay, that's so- kind of the way my pitch goes is, and you know, I, it, I don't need this. There's no benefit to me. You know, that, that's what a lot of people are thinking. Well, I already get business, you know, and so you, you've already presented with them the benefits of it, why they want to do it, how it's going to improve the traffic. They're going to get more customers. They're going to make more money. The, the, the tour is going to pay for itself. And they're, they're thinking all of this as you're presenting your pitch to them. So at the end, they're not left with any real objections, you know, and that yeah. you, by the time you're done explaining it to them, the only objection may be price. And that's the one thing that sometimes like, you know, especially with small businesses, right. uh, they may say, you know, God, I, I this is sick. I, I want to do this. 400 or 600 bucks is too much. And then that's where I'll come back and I'll say, you know, and I never lead with this, but I'll come back and say, tell you what, I can do a point and shoot tour. The quality isn't quite as good. Here's what one looks like. I did it for the, you know, the, the jeweler or the florist or whatever down the street. Check it out. Um, and, and then that point I won't, Desell it. I'm not going to say, ah, it sucks, but I'll sell it to you for 250. It's terrible, but you want to buy it? I'll say it's not quite as high quality. But here, I'll show you an example. And like, yeah, the you know, it doesn't have quite the dynamic range, and it's not quite as sharp, but it's still pretty good. I can do that for you for 250 if you want to do it today. You know, so I've gone down from 600 bucks down to 250. 
<clears throat> minute by minute though, you make more money off of those 250 shoots. Cause they're like, okay, 250. And I'm like, yeah, but we need to do it today. I don't want to come back. Cause I'm not really making much money. You know, it's less than half of what I normally charge. I'll still yeah. throw in the 10 keyword photos for you as well. So it's basically the same exact package just with slightly less uh, quality 360 images. Um, but we need to do it today. Uh, yeah. And then a lot of times the price was the big objection. And you can kind of tell by looking around if that may be a valid objection. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, this place is a little beat up and they're not putting a whole lot of money back into the business. I could see maybe, and you can, you know, it's a time when the business should be busy and you've been talking to them for 30 minutes. Not a single person has come through the door. There's another indication like, okay, maybe they're not doing a lot of business. Yeah. Turn that into your advantage, you know, say, oh, okay, well, I'll do a standard point and shoot tour for 250 and it will help drive people in. And now they've been talking to you for half an hour, haven't had a single customer. They might be thinking, God, I need some more customers. Where is everybody? And you yeah. can that emotion, that feeling of, ah, oh, I'm not getting any business into a positive for you. And then, you know, just present, yeah, we'll get some more people through the doors here. So let's, let's get this tour done and we'll just do the basic tour. We need to do it today. Um, and they're like, okay, yeah. yeah. And, and the best part is, is you can do that tour. You'll spend more time pitching than the, the once you're like, okay, let's do it. You're like, great. Then you know, oh, I'm only here for 10 more minutes. And then you just go do the shoot <laughs> super fast and then yeah. you leave. You might spend 20 or 30 minutes selling them on it. And then the shoot takes 10 minutes, it's, you know, with a point shoot, it's fast. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think we, we, I mentioned earlier that I was going to talk about niche selection, but it sounds like you um, aren't necessarily as, we use kind of, it, it kind of comes to you referrals and you, you kind of pick as you go. Is there, is there, is there anything you should avoid as a, as a newbie? What, what, what markets should a newbie avoid? Because I want people to get have wins. I want people to come in like, boom, make a transaction, right? I want folks to hit a bunch of walls, get discouraged, like, hey, bro, I need to quit. Like, I, I want, I want people yeah. to have wins. So, so tell me, what, what should we avoid? What do you think? Realtors, real estate. Don't start <laughs> off in real estate. You don't want that. Um, it's a whole different market, you know. And the first thing I thought of when I started doing this is, oh, realtors are going to eat this up. I'm going to sell a ton of tours to realtors, and you won't because a realtor doesn't really care. Okay, realtors have a set budget that isn't up to them. Generally, they work for an agency, you know, so they're at Remax. Remax already has an agreement with a photography agent agency to do most of their shoots. Usually, unless it's an independent realtor, if they're working for a Keller Williams or something like that. They've already got a photographer that's contracted out, so a photography agency, and it's really out of that individual agent's hands. They could mm -hmm. opt to do a 360 tour for 600 bucks, so you're gonna be doing more than five or six shots in a house, so there's the extra photos. And they, they go, well, the house is, it's, it's a good market right now, the house is gonna sell in a month anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe this helps it sell in, you know, 25 days instead of 30 days, but it doesn't really make a difference to me at the end of the month. And it, I don't want to spend this extra 600 bucks out of my pocket that I lose out of my commission. Yeah. Um, yeah, realtor, stay away from that. The moment, and this is coming, the moment Airbnb will allow 360 photos, and I know it's coming. They've said they're working on it. The moment that Airbnb allows 360 photography on the Airbnb site, that is going to be a huge market, though. So yeah. don't say no real estate, um, just no realtors selling homes. Um, yeah. Keep your eyes or your ears to the ground, and once uh, Airbnb opens that up, I'm hoping sometime this year, they've been talking about it for like the last 18 months. The second that that opens up, and that's going to be a really good platform for hosted tours. You know, they oftentimes these Airbnb people have their own little websites where they're trying to sell outside of Airbnb. Um, yeah. or on, there's a bunch of different platforms, uh, and a lot of the uh, 
kind of, you know, they've got a house dedicated just, you know, it's not somebody renting out their room, but they've got a whole house. They bought it just for Airbnb. Oftentimes they'll have their own website. Boom. They're going to want to host a tour. Absolutely. Um, that's a good one. So if you can, I've done a few Airbnbs for their own websites, but it's hard to find these Airbnb owners. Um, so, but the moment that that opens up, then you're just going to want to start advertising on like Facebook and Craigslist, Airbnb 360 tour photographer. You can't contact them through Airbnb directly. They're, they're very gated and they don't allow email addresses or anything like that to go through their system. I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> a great source of Airbnb owners. So, but yeah, stay, stick, stay away from the realtors to start, go small mom and pop businesses are the best place. Um, you know, businesses that are run by the owner, they're, staffed by the owner the owner is there you go and you talk to the owner yeah you go into a boutique and you're like oh here's a bunch of pretty 20 year olds working not one of them is going to be the owner don't talk to them yeah waste of time come back ask them is the owner available nope but here's her card no thanks i'll come back when do you think might be a good time to come back and i've gotten to the point because i've sent out thousands of emails and i've never gotten a single reply from an email um and don't take, they'll say, well, here's the card, the best time you get, you run into these people that will be, they're like the gatekeeper. And, and you're like, why are you being the gatekeeper? You know, you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't understand the benefit the way the owner will understand the benefit. Yeah. And they'll say, well, here's a business card. That's the best way to get in contact with her. And I've told, you know, I'll joke. I'm like, no, you know, it isn't the best way to get in contact with her because I'll send an email. She'll think it's spam and she won't even read it. That, that's what always happens to me. Yeah. Break that person down. Make them like you. Make them laugh. You know, it is yeah. lower to their guard. Say, okay. She's here at three o'clock every day. Yeah. My pricing is fantastic. It's such a huge benefit. And maybe show them then just really quick. Like if you know, they know when the owner is going to be there, but they're not telling you because they're the gatekeeper. You want to extract that information. Yeah, she'll be in tomorrow between eight and noon. Um, but they may not want to tell you that right away. So just check this out. This is so cool. Show them a high-end tour and be like, my pricing is like sick. I'm like half the cost of any of the competitors in the area. My work is twice the quality. It's a yeah. huge benefit. Uh, and then they'll go, okay, yeah, the owner will be here tomorrow between or whenever. Um, yeah. Don't take business cards. It's not worth it. Um, don't give out business cards. I used to hand them out like they were candy. It's wasted money. You'll, the yeah. people will not pull up that card. Sell to them in person. So, so tell me this. Okay. We mentioned this before. I forgot we were going to talk about this. Uh, the gatekeeper, bro. How many folks do you think pitch the wrong person? Everybody's starting off. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, and you know, especially you feel as a salesperson, you're coming, you're like, well, okay, I can tell this person's a gatekeeper, but if I pitch them on it, they're going to get excited about it and they're going to want to put me in touch with the owner. Yeah. They're not the owner. They don't give a crap about marketing for the business. It's not their yeah. business. They're an hourly employee. Their goal is to make 10, 12, 15, whatever dollars per hour, sell the product or do their job. Yeah. And then they don't really care. Yeah. Uh, that's, they have no emotional investment in it. The way the owner's like, I need to drive traffic. I want to market my business. I want to grow my business. Yeah. Uh, and I would waste time with managers. You know, you've got to talk to the person that has the ability to write a check. And I come in, his owner available? They're like, no, but I'm the general manager. I run the business. Oh, cool. Um, and I will do a quick pitch. Very, I'm a street view trusted photographer. I do 360 virtual tours for Google, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, can you write checks? <laughs> I'll ask him straight up. I'm like, can you write checks? Could you continue a buying decision? And I'm nice about it. You know, I'm like, can you write checks? I mean, can you actually make a buying decision? No, I need to run it. Oh, okay, great. When's the owner going to be here? <laughs> yeah. 
then go back in and talk to the owner. That is so important because you're going to, oh man, when you talk to an owner, like it's, it's essentially two business owners talking to each other. They connect on a different level, man. It is not two hourly employees just doing what they're supposed to do. It is like, hey, this guy wants to grow and you know how to help them. They love to talk to you and they have a different, they're just tuned differently, right? So like when you talk to them, man, they're asking the right question. They, they, they prod, they, they, they want to know the, they're all about value. They don't care about price. Let's, well, I mean, some do, of course, but I'm saying like, right. if they're a seasoned business owner and they're successful, they're like, what's the value? What's the value? What's the value? And what's the price? Like, that's, that's how it's going to, that's how the combo is going to go. I'm, I was telling um, the, the story of time for a short period of time. I was pitching product managers and I, and I got a hold of, a, of, a, of an apartment complex owner. She was raising a fund for her next apartment purchase. And she wanted, she was, she was like all of a sudden so creative. Oh, this is so cool. This is amazing. I love this stuff. Uh, can you help me? Can you come pitch with me when I go pitch my, my, my next phone? I was like, of course I can come. Well, are you serious? I'll, I'll, I'll come tomorrow. You know, so she, what she had was not only her immediate needs, but the future needs in mind, right? That's what a business owner is like. They're always thinking three, four, five levels in the, in the, in the, in the future. And they know other business owners. Like they know people, bro. Like they just do. They go to the same parties, bro. Like, you know how fun it is for someone to show up to a party and say, check out this 360 tour I got. It's VR compatible. It's like the most legit thing I've ever seen in my life. You don't got one? Sucks to be you, bro. Hey, here's this guy's number. His name's Zach Calhoun. Check him out. You know, so like that's like, that's what happens. You know, that's, it's, it's, I call it the private referral network, man. It's like, it's free marketing and it just happens organically. You have to get into that network though, right? That's, that's part of the, that's part of, I think, the, the best kept secret for any local provider, right? If, you, if, if Man, ask for ask for referrals and like they know people, bro. Like they got money and, and those friends have money. Like don't eat. There's so much abundance out there. You just gotta go out and create value and make sure you pitch it in the way that that, that I heard talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just pitch it and make them understand the value. Get them excited about it, and then they realize it's not that expensive because it isn't a super expensive service. You know, there's other. They go get a sign remade for the front of the building, five grand. Okay, yeah. uh, so six hundred bucks. Most business owners, it's not gonna break the bank. And I use the word in perpetuity all the time. I'm like, you know, it's 600 bucks, but you're going to have the benefit of this in perpetuity. Yeah. Four years from now, people are still going to be checking out these amazing 360 photos and then coming into the store because they like what they saw online. That's um, right. And then, perfect. Perpetuity. Like, yeah. You know, you ever watch Shark Tank? That's what Mr. Wonderful always says. In perpetuity. He always yeah. says. Yeah, I think that's probably where I got it from. I watch a lot of Shark Tank. Um, but, but, and a lot of other people do, and that's not a word that's thrown around a lot though. And so when you actually use that word, it, they go, yeah, that's right. And that's a smart word and it, it means forever. Uh, and I've had people that clearly didn't understand, you know, they didn't know what the word meant, you know, I'm like in perpetuity. And then you see a kindly perplexed look on their face. I'm like, yeah, forever. You're going to have this benefit for the next 20 years. If you're in business, I'm like, of course, in 10 years, we'll come in and do some holographic crap where we got, you know, they're going to be able to look around stuff. Absolutely new. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, Hey, listen, this has been really fun and awesome. Yeah. I think we've been on the phone for a while. <laughs> I think we've worn down yeah. people love uh, I want you to talk about your coaching program for the new virtual tour provider. I want you to give your pitch, okay? I'm all about pitching, okay? If you can't, if you don't like pitching, you need to go to a different channel. So, like, here, here's the deal. Give your pitch, and, of course, you know, we, we at cloudpanel.com want to be your, as he said, hosted tour. 
you will be your provider, of course, but listen, there's a lot of great tools out there, but you have to get customers first. Before you even get hardware or anything else, or even any, any, uh, any, any hosting on software, get some customers, right? So but I want him, his, his coaching program that he does, pitch it. All right, Tell so give your pitch. So really all around, and it doesn't take a lot of time. So we'll go through, I mean, a lot of, if you just watch this entire interview, your sales level should have gone from here to here. You know, just it, watching this, following this, it, you should see a huge jump up already. So I just reinforce a lot of what we've already discussed. Uh, and, but I will teach you word by word the pitch that I use and the pitch that has taken years to hone, and it works. Mm -hmm. And how to overcome objections before they're presented. And, and I discuss with my clients, the, my coaching clients, you know, they'll say, well, what about this? You know, I would, this would be my objection. And then I'll say, you know, this is how I would overcome it, but you're not listening to my pitch because I already overcame that. You're just not a business. You're not thinking from a business owner standpoint. Right. You're point. trying to think of objections, but if you are listening to this as a business owner, you'll realize that objections already been covered. It's there's not going to be that objection. I very rarely get any objections price. That's the one I get. Sometimes it's legitimate. Other times it's not. That's the excuse, you know, so maybe an objection that's legitimate. It may be an excuse, um, but yeah. I'll, help you learn how to work through those right there uh business tips on the best niches to work on how to approach different niches differently um you do want to slightly tweak your pitch depending on the client that you're going in to talk how to maximize referrals referrals are great in-person sales is the way to go though we go over all of that and then I'll actually help coach you on how to make an amazing 360 photo using a DSLR camera. Um, mm -hmm. I also do uh, some coaching on best practices for point and shoot cameras. I see with a point and shoot, people think, oh yeah, I can just snap and get a great photo. No, you've got to make some changes to the camera itself. They have settings. They're there for a reason. Don't just always stick it on auto. Uh, and you've got to factor in light. You've got to factor in internal artificial light where it's coming from are you going to get uh hot spots are you going to get glare you know are you going to get reflections from the light showing up weird uh, in the final images so placement throughout how many feet you should put them apart uh, but really how to master your dslr camera and get really good 360 photos with not a lot of headache and post-processing. I've seen so many people on the Facebook groups come and say, God, I'm getting stitching errors. It just will not stitch correctly. Why? Well, when I shoot, I never have a stitching error, never once. I've got it so dialed um, and it's just math and numbers and you write some stuff down and boom, you're good to go. And then I can help clients, my coaching clients, to learn the art of getting a really well done HDR, which is where you bracket. How far apart do your exposures need to be? So if you're familiar with photography, you may be familiar with HDR photography. If you're not, Google it. Go look up bracketed photography, HDR photography. That's how you just get the most amazing looking exposure. So if there's an overhang, you're shooting out front of a business, it's a bright sunny day. Well, we can get that bright sunny day on one side and you can clearly see all the way into the store, which would normally be black if you don't shoot it right. But now you're getting this amazing image. And I've had clients, my photography clients ask, how did you do that? You know, I've taken a picture and if it's sunny inside, it's black. You can't see anything. And I'm like, it's an HDR shooting technique that I use. You can be right inside of the threshold of the door, right? And you're inside a, a fairly dimly lit business and everything inside is perfectly exposed. It looks so good. And everything outside is exactly perfectly exposed. It's not blown out. You're 
several feet back inside the store. And holy cow, I can see everything through those windows as clear as day, like with my eyes. And our eyes are much more advanced than a camera. So I'll walk you through how to fine tune those and how to identify the different situations and get those results. So that way when you get home and you're ready to use all of your post-processing software and how to use the software, what software do you need? How do you go through using it? What settings are you gonna use? Um, for me, my workflow is easy. You know, I come home, I load it up, I run everything through a program to get my HDRs. I might have hundreds of photos that I'm doing, so I walk away and 45 minutes later, I come back, it's done. You know, I go have a sandwich, I go watch a show on Netflix, come back, okay, that's done. Now we've got to uh, stitch them together to make that 360 photo. Do a few things, get them all lined up, ready to go. I walk away and an hour later, 20 minutes later, done. And then I pull them into Photoshop, show you how to get rid of the hole at the bottom. You're in a deer, you want it to look sharp. A lot of people just do this blur. And you've seen it, I'm sure, where it's just that, that star blur where they just take it and they just blur everything in. I don't like that. I don't want an obvious, there was a tripod there and they blurred it out. I want people to be amazed. They look down and they're like, wow, dude, how did you make your camera float? There's an obvious, clearly not on a tripod. It was, so that, that's what the coaching process goes. And I can go over all of this generally in about two hours or so. So it's kind of a quick boot camp. Uh, they don't need a lot of time. I can go through it. Uh, we'll do a web chat or even just speakerphone. And then I can get access to their computer and actually they can see what I'm doing on their laptop or their PC and walk them through step by step. Here's how you make the HDR images. Here's how you stitch them together. Here's what you do if you do run into errors. Um, but here's how you set up your camera. So when you come back to your computer, you don't have any errors. It's the, cool. proactive, you know. So that's that's kind of the the, the quick. That's, that's a good pitch. I like it. <laughs> All right. So here's here's what I'll do. I'll I'll add your information below the video and in, in the yeah. YouTube description as well, and I'll post it on YouTube. And, and then we'll if you guys ever ever have any more uh, needs or whatever, we have. A, we have a Facebook group called Virtual Tour Profit, right? So I'll add all your information in there. I'm sure you'll be close reaching out to you. It'll be a lot of fun. And of course, I'll post this in perpetuity so people will be able to see it we'll forever. See it forever. YouTube <laughs> is in perpetuity. It is in perpetuity. I can't even say the word. All of the internet is. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, hey, um, Thank you so much for your time. I had a lot of fun today, a lot of value. I yeah. think we'll be working together in the future as well. I have some good ideas. But uh, as for now, thanks for your time. And guys, get out there. Go, go start pitching in person. Listen, you already know what to do. Now you just got to go get it. Just get out there. Do it. That's the That's first right. step. And it's the hardest step for most people. Just one foot in front of the other, right up into that business. Is the business owner there? Force yourself to do it. And you'll find after two or three times, it's easy peasy. And you'll be making some dough. Yep. I say like breathing. That's what I say. After a while, it becomes like breathing. Yep, yep, for sure. All right, cool. Uh, Thanks. I had a great time, man. It was so much yeah. fun. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. To get an automatic notification of our next podcast episode, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a positive review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy your podcast listening. Thanks again for being here. I really appreciate you. Keep hustling and I'll see you in the next episode.